welcome to the Zwift SBS podcast. Zwift is the fitness app that turns indoor riding into a game. Explore endless roads, race riders from all over the world, and boost your fitness with monthly training plans and structured workouts. Join the world's training playground where fun is fast. Go to Zwift.com and start your free trial. Bonjour, bonjour, bonjour. Welcome to the Zwift Cycling Central podcast. Uh, before we start, uh, let me remind you that you can uh, download, stream or subscribe to our podcast on our website, sbs.com.au slash cyclingcentral or log a ride with our friends at Zwift. Joining me, Dave McKenzie. Hi, Dave. Buongiorno. Yeah, buongiorno. Buongiorno. <laughs> I am excited. I'm I didn't, excited. I don't want to uh, overstate my accent. Uh, but yeah, you're right. Um, I'm so excited about this one. We are excited because we will be following the Giro every day of the race. Uh, this is the place to be on SBS if you want to catch up with the Giro. Uh, and the Giro is a bit particular for you. It's something that is uh, somewhere along your your in your brain and in your heart. Yes, it is. No, it is. Um, you're not going to say but you want a stage of course, yeah. for the Giro. Yeah, you know, funny thing, and I'm, and I'm saying this in all seriousness, I was just thinking that second, I don't feel like I've won a stage of the Giro. Okay. 20 years later, it is, <laughs> it's 20 years later. <laughs> but it doesn't. It, it's, you know, it feels like another lifetime. And I think any of you listening, special things or moments in your life that you did, maybe apart from having children, um, but it feels like another part of your life when it's that long ago. Um, and you were, you're a different person, weren't you? So I'm nowhere near the fitness, <laughs> but I've got as much vigor and excitement about talking about this one as I probably did have racing it. So this is this is going to be great. Absolutely. Uh, give us uh, your comments, uh, send us your tweets and uh, and questions and comments because we are uh, willing to make this very interactive, you know, as, as we go along. There might be a few changes as we go along as well on this podcast, but uh, uh, you will see they're all good and good uh, good surprises. Uh, before we di- um, dive in into how and how is this Giro going to look, why is the Giro so different than the Vuelta and the Tour de France? Because they all have a different vibe, those Grand Tours. Yeah, they do. They do. And I mean, my, look, to, to be really basic, I guess, with an explanation, sort of, and a few years ago, I sort of realized this. I went, the tour is Hollywood. It's, you know, it, it's LA. It's, mm-hmm. it's, 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 it's the Hollywood race. And, you know, and it's amazing as well. And it's the biggest. The Giro is beautiful. Okay. Sort of thing. And now the tour is beautiful. Mm-hmm. We know that. Mm-hmm. You know, the Tour de France, you know, the chateaus, the, the, the production. But it is a Hollywood production, the Tour de France, isn't it? It is so slick. The Giro isn't necessarily That's the slick. slickest production. But, you know, the old, they had a slogan a few years ago. And they, they've sort of got it there, but they, they lost it in their marketing. The toughest race in the most beautiful place. And I love it. I think it's because you can argue all you want which race is the hardest of the grand, the three grand tours. But arguably you would say the third week of the, of the Giro d'Italia is, has always been tougher than yeah, the third week always, of the Tour de France. It's always legendary, that third week of, yeah. the, of the, the Giro. And then take the sporting aspect out of it. Anyone who's been to Italy... Is it the most beautiful place? It's pretty close, isn't it? That's debatable as well. It's pretty close to France. I'm it's, telling you. <laughs> you're allowed to say that. You're allowed to say that. And, and look, I sort of tend to agree in, in recent years of all my travels through France. But yeah, so I think it's it's just something unique. It's really something, you know, and Italians, as we know, are super passionate 
sort of, you know, they're a different sort of fan spectator to the French fans, if you like. Um, it's, yeah, it's just a different race. We are set for three amazing weeks of, uh, of, of riding and racing because of the 2020, uh, I don't know, concept, mm. uh, the, the, the paradigm of 2020, which, which brings that Giro after the Tour, which brings that Giro uh, towards this end of the, of, of the year. Weather-wise, before we, we again go into the, the details of the, the racers who's racing and what's happened yesterday on stage one, weather-wise, should we be worried or not about the weather? Because, you know... Normally in May we are 100% we should be. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> there's no there's no there's no but. <laughs> yeah, well, so yeah, so in May in previous editions and almost every edition it's always that stress about the Dolomites, the Italian Alps. By the way, and this is digressing slightly, there's snow on the Tourmalet. Yeah. And stage 6 of the Vuelta if it happens goes up there. So there's snow already in the Pyrenees mm -hmm. which Normally, tell me otherwise, but I would think normally you will hit snow in the Italian Alps and the Dolomites before the Pyrenees. Yeah, yeah big time. Absolutely. Yeah, they're further south, the Pyrenees, so that's warmer climate. I mean, I know anything over 2,000 metres, it's cold anywhere in the world. But, yeah, so we should be <laughs> concerned. But then you said an interesting point, actually, before we came on air. When, Do, you, when you think about it, yeah, because... Uh, when we when you ride in May on the st on Stelvio, uh, the 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 snow has been there for months. Yeah. The, the snow has been the icicles, everything, the ice and and everything has been on the road, clogging that road. They're probably not clearing that road every day for months and months, you know. But now it's fresh snow, it's fresh ice, mm. so it should probably be easier to clean up the area. You would yeah. assume. Yeah, yeah. The only issue could be, and I mean, this is you know, it's. 50 cents either side because you can have this in May as well if you've just got it literally snowing yeah, and you've just got slush and they can't clear it because it's, you know, it is fresh snow. But Is there, is there a limit, like downwards limit of temperature where riders can't ride? Well, now like there is. Nowadays, well, nowadays there's a Cause I know there's protocol in place. Years ago, well, my era and, and obviously before that, that, those famous images for me mm -hmm. of the Giro is Andy Hampston. Riding over the Garvia, I think it was, with three meters of snow beside yeah, him. Yeah, you know, but both the, sides of the road. It do you was know crazy. there's a couple of riders that have lost fingers in the cold because of the Giro? Like really? They, they, they got frozen fingers. Is that like urban myth stuff? Or maybe. Where's the fact? <laughs> where's the fact check? I'll, I'll check this, but I've I've read this somewhere. <laughs> where, where are you going, mate? Where are you going with this? Um, uh, but anyway, it's, it's, be cold. it's going to be it's going to be brilliant. It's um. But, but there is a threshold in temperature where they go, this is too cold. Yeah, there's a, yeah, it's, um, I'm sorry, I'm trying to think of the, um, well, it's the Cyclist Association or the CPA, then they, they, they will make a decision. I think, I know they have a heat temperature, uh, as in when it's too hot, because races like Tour Down Under, for example, that, you know, always over in South Australia, they get that, that, is hot, that hot climate. So there is certainly a cold climate. Um, certainly snow comes into it. Um, but they, you know, there can be snow, but as long as the road's cleared and it's safe, then I can't see why they wouldn't race. So yeah, it'll be interesting. Okay, and then would you have want to ride the Giro at that time? You rode it in May. The the the, the one race you did at the Giro was in May. Yeah. What would you think now if you were about to start the Giro? If you started the Giro yesterday? I think in the context of the year, and I think we have to say that we sort of can't say, oh, let's pretend there's not a. <laughs> you know, a world pandemic because the race, the Giro wouldn't happen in October without a pandemic. Mm -hmm. So I think for any cyclist who was lined up is just excited. This is the one they're going, we weren't meant to do this. It wasn't happening. It was on my program and then I missed it. 
We were locked down for 10 weeks in Europe, especially, and now I'm getting to race the Giro in October. What a unique experience. You know, that's this could be one out of the box. Might never happen again in our live, lifetime. So you'd, you'd be excited regardless, you yeah. know. Um, yeah, there's differences with form, with, you know, but it's it's completely different for every single rider from the guy who was trying to win the Giro in May, who's still trying to win it in October, from Garrett Thomas, who wasn't meant to go to the Giro initially. So, yeah, there's there's so much good and so much upside, I think, about this year with, with you know, all of these races and mm-hmm. the Giro's right there with them. Stage one happened uh, yesterday. Uh, we can debate, was it stage one? Was it a prologue? It was uh, stage one. It was, I believe, it, yeah. it was officially it, stage it, one. I believe so, yeah. It, it's sort of borderline with a prologue. I think there's uh, something about the kilometers and, and uh, yeah, it yeah, was. Yeah, it's but, right uh, on. Yeah. It was on the limit. But So it was officially stage one of uh, the, the Giro. Uh, Ghana was, honestly, was always going to be him anyway, mm. sort of, because he's world champion of, of time trial. He was a time trial. Yeah. Uh, world champion of time trial in Italy is the fastest man on the planet right now. He is, he is, isn't he? And it's, he was, he's been stepping towards that in the last couple of seasons. Look, Rowan Dennis, really the last two years, well, we know that, the last two world championships. Agana, he won the world title in brilliant fashion. Um, yeah, he was never really challenged. I mean, he got it by, what, 20-odd seconds in the end to uh, Joe Almeida. Remember that name, by the way? I think he was second. Portuguese, Portuguese yeah. yeah. I interviewed him at Tour Down Under, pre, a pre-function, just with the De Kernic Quick Quickstep guys earlier this year. Young guy. I didn't. I know. I knew very little about him, mm-hmm. and he, I think he's a now professional. It's certainly his first. It's his first Grand Tour. I know that much. Um, quietly spoken, but seemed like a nice guy. He's did a stint on the US scene under the okay. Axel Merckx program. Okay. Uh, the uh, the US team over their development squad. So this kid is good. And they, the Dukernik Quick Step directors in uh, Down Under told me, they said, watch this kid. So already we're seeing another one, mm-hmm. that younger generation. So uh, that that was the highlight actually for me uh, overnight. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, if we look at, uh, we're not going to detail all the results, but a uh, big winner yesterday is Geraint Thomas uh, because mm. he's pulled up time on, on everybody else pretty much Yates is at 30 odd seconds to him Good, pretty good for Yates though yeah exactly yeah. basically in the story condition changed halfway through the TT and the later starter never had honestly a chance to uh, to catch up uh, on on the, the earlier starter and let's not downplay or, uh, the conditions by the way were incredible the wind was buffeting it was yep. really really it was it was actually dangerous wind well, um, uh, up not to, unrideable yeah, but or raceable, up, but up to the start, they were still debating on whether or not they will use the you know the full wheel. Ah, uh, because, ah yes, yes, yeah, be, because of the wind they had uh, to yeah. go through. But um, it's the second fastest um, TT t- uh, stage. Yeah, average speed in in uh, in history. history. Wow, Rowan Dennis maybe no. is it? No, his um, is the first f- quickest time trial. It's close. You're, you're right. You know what? I was looking at the average speed, thinking, "Wow, that's quick," but you forget. It was, it was like 57, 58 kilometres an hour. Yeah. Mostly downhill. And just a couple of snippets from it. Miguel Angel Lopez, we both saw it. If you haven't seen any of the vision, wherever you can get it from, yeah. it's certainly on social media. It's I'd really feel for him. He's in a dead straight line. Yes, it was windy, but what I believe has happened... He's, he's got his Yeah, pothole. He's got his hands on the profile bars. It looks like he's coming towards a corner. So he's taken one hand off, put it down on the drops with the, you know, where the brake mm-hmm. is. He's gone. He's taken his 
other, his left arm off, and as it's mid-air going down to the other bar, he's hit a pothole and just catapulted, literally done a right-hand turn yeah. into the barriers. And the wall. He hit the wall. Did he, he hit the wall? He, he hit the wall. If you look at the, foot, the footage, he goes through the barrier because the barriers ah, are not attached. Right. And he hits the wall. Yeah, so he's out. Yeah, he's out of the race. And, so and he's out of reme- shocker. Let's remember that Lopez hit a signpost on stage one in France as well in Nice. Yeah, well he survived that one. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, he's had a shocker. I, I I've, mean, got, I've got the data here with me. Ghana, uh, he's, he's done a fifty-eight point eighty-three kilometer on average uh, for that stage, and he just missed out on the fastest stage ever, fifty-eight point eighty-seven, which was Ruk van der Brugge in the oh, TT yes. of zero two thousand and one. Yes, yes, I remember. That's it. live data I've checked. Wow. <laughs> It's the second, um, second fastest stage ever. It's got to be said, though, most of the stage was downhill. There was a big uphill yeah. at, at the start, yeah. and then it was downhill stage pretty yeah, much. Yeah, it was, but you still got to do it, don't you? Yeah, and yeah, the conditions yeah. were atrocious. And the other one, the other mention out of that is Victor Campenarts. Yep. He crashed on the downhill sort of right-hand sweeper, and he said afterwards, he said it was the conditions were terrible, the road surface wasn't great, and he said, and he said, and he's right. He said it never rains down here, so the the road was greasy. And he said, if you're going to put in a descent at 100 kilometres an hour, and maybe not quite 100, but they were probably <laughs> probably pretty close. He said the road has to be cleaned. So I agree with him on that. Um, but look, you're never ever going to have a course in a, in a race or a stage race perfectly skinned. It's almost near impossible. And when you compare it to other sports, you know, like yeah. stadium sports or whatever, it's so hard to skin a complete course perfectly. And he's the Giro. It's the Giro. And, <laughs> and so you don't want to. That, that's just, there you go. It goes back to what makes it different. I remember <laughs> a comment I read uh, with the Giro Rosa where you know, the people were complaining. It's yeah. same, I think same goes for the Giro. And they go, I think the, the comment was so long. Yeah, sometimes you, you see a car driving towards you, but hey, it's the Giro. <laughs> it's the Giro. I know. I think it was one of the girls. Well, yeah. It was one of the girls that said that. Yeah. I was like, okay, hey, okay. <laughs> that's not good. Yeah. That was a few years ago, though, so we won't, you know, dig up old wounds. Um, <laughs> so where, where should we look at, because we, we can read stuff from this uh, this stage that happened uh, overnight, but it's only a prologue slash stage one TT to start with. There's a lot more to come. Mm. Um, when I say someone like Geraint Thomas has made a big step already, he's made a big statement, I would say, because when you look at it, uh, and a few comments I've read were saying, Thomas is very strong on TT, and yep. we know. And the last stage of the, the Giro is a TT as well. Yep. So for anyone that wants to beat Thomas, needs to claim time on Thomas before the last TT, i.e. someone like Nibali. Nibali is more than a minute down mm-hmm. already. Where can he climb? Can he climb four minutes somewhere to be ahead of, of, um, of Thomas heading to the last TT? Absolutely can. Yep. Easily. Now... Easily. Easily. Okay. Easily. So... Let's cast our minds back. I just put my question back in the bag. Yeah, yeah, put that, yeah. No, no, good question. Good question. Froome, Dumoulin, Yates. A couple of years ago when Yates looked invincible, four days out, was going to win. Froome went on that long, long attack. Wins the Giro. Probably one of the greatest victories we will ever see at that race. Um, Nibali, one or two years prior to that, against Chavez and Kruisweit. Kruisweit crashes over the top of the Stelvio into the snow dramatically. Kruisweit, to me, was going to win that race. Mm-hmm. That crash cost him big time. Cost him the race. We know that. Nibali was three to four minutes down at that point with three days to go. He wins the Giro d'Italia. So 
This is a start. It's not the start Nibbley wanted. He would have liked a bit better, although the conditions played a big role in his yes. time, I believe. He, he might have been, look, he might have actually only pulled 30 to 40 seconds maximum, better. But, but if anyone knows that he can do it, he can. Oh, you know. and, and not just him. There's other riders. <laughs> you know, there's other riders. And is he the one to watch? Is he definitely the uh, one to watch on this race or not? Look, I'm experienced. He's not getting I'll any gi- younger. I'll give you a stat. Yeah. Okay. 62% of his professional wins on his whole career happen on Italian soil. So just over half. He's Italian 62, for God's nearly, sake. Nearly two-thirds. <laughs> <laughs> nearly two-thirds. Nearly two-thirds of, of his uh, professional wins overall, yeah. professional career, were on Italian soil. Okay, Six last Giro, six times on the podium. Yeah. yeah. Look, okay. he'll be there or thereabouts. Mm-hmm. I, and, I, and he knows, you know, he's, he's towards the end of his career. But he would be the oldest person to win. If he wins that job, he will be the oldest, oldest rider ever in the to history. Win. In the history, wow! Look, he can do it. He absolutely can do it. It'd be a, it'd be a pretty cool fairy tale, yeah, for Nibali. And I like him. Um, he's, you know, I like, I like him as a cyclist, but his demeanour off the bike is. He's a genuine, and he's a Sicilian. Yeah, it started in Sicily. It wasn't meant to. Remember, it was meant to start in Hungary. Yeah. Can I just give you the last? Just quickly. Yeah. His team as well, hundred percent dedicated to him. Yes. There's no question. There's no about second leadership or, or whatever. No, but, is there, but how does that differ to any of the other teams? I think Mitchelton are 100% behind Yates. Uh, surely they're all behind Thomas. So all right, all right. All you right. know, come on. You're trying to you're trying to fuel the fire. But I will fuel it with this. This is, and this is not just nibbly, but potentially other riders like Yates or whoever that can win this race. Post rest day, second rest day. Traditionally, there's six days to go. Here's the distances of the last six yeah. days. All right, you ready? Oh, I've just lost it. Here we go. 229 kilometres, stage 16. 203, stage 17. 207, stage 18. 253 kilometres, stage 19. 198, stage 20. And that's to Sestriere, by the way. And stage 21 is the 15-kilometre individual, as okay. you said. So, so brutal, brutal final week. Of the Giro. Because we have to come back to the weather as well. We are talking the Alps. We are mm. talking uh, very strong probably wind and low temperature and potentially snow all the way. Yeah. The, the only, the difference that that 253 kilometre stage is a pan flat day though. Okay. So just, but the rest are basically mountains apart from the TT. Mm-hmm. But it's still, it's a brutal final six days. And that's what will sort out, you know, the Giro d'Italia. You've got to hang tough. Any, anyone within three minutes... I would say any any GC contender within three, four minutes whose form is on the up going into that last six days can still win the race. Yep. You I've, wouldn't say that at the tour? No. That's, that's, you know, that sort of sums up the Giro, because you, mm-hmm. you wouldn't say that at the tour. Six days out, someone four minutes behind, no way. They, they yeah. won't win the race. It's too sort of clinical. But we're already surprised that Pogacar pulled 58 seconds back and then pulled yeah. 58 seconds. We, no, we're amazed. Yeah. We're talking two minutes difference and we are absolutely amazed. We, it's like something we've never seen. When we came out of lockdown, or, or more so when Europe did, and then we, we were sort of crossing our fingers saying, oh, wow, we're going to get some racing. I, think, I don't think there was a single person that didn't believe if we got racing in 2020, it was going to be incredibly exciting. Yeah. And it, it has been, hasn't it? Yeah, just about everything. Every race that's been on and, has and, been good. And there's a lot more we'll talk at the end of, mm. of this podcast. Uh, 18 Australians. Yes. That's uh, amazing. That is 18. I won't reel off all the names. We haven't got time. We, we, just we don't have time. <laughs> it's a record. 
in any Grand Tour ever in the history of this wonderful sport of cycling. That's something 18. to get excited about. Yeah, it is. And we should all be proud of that. I think it's... Um, no, it's massive. It's massive. There's some young guys, obviously some really experienced riders there as well. So some guys lining up for their first, some guys lining up for multiples. It's, but, we, we, but it's a real treat. Absolutely. And then there's some real good battles that could happen because Matthews can challenge, or can he challenge Sagan for the the the, the jersey. Of, the red jersey. Uh, yeah, it's red. Well, yeah, you can't remember the color. <laughs> uh, let's call it the sprinter jersey. Yeah, the sprint <laughs> for jersey. the point jersey. Uh, because can. Matthews looks good. He did a pretty good TT. Yeah. Overnight as well, but Sagan he, is he coming with a revenge? Like he's he's been beaten hard at the Tour de France. Yeah, I don't uh, know what his plan is here. I'm not sure what his plan is apart from the pay packet that that I think he's getting from the Giro organizers. The fact that yeah, it's got to be uh, said as well, the Giro should have started fifty kilometers away from his hometown. Yes, he's not now, but yeah. he probably couldn't uh, remove himself yeah. from the contract. Well, he's decided to do it, hasn't he? Yeah. Look, he's. A, I think we've all said, or a lot of us have said, he goes better with more race days. Sagan, so he could be just getting going, actually, mm-hmm. and and the, potentially the Giro suits him a bit better because there's not those sort of multiple flat days in a row. But that suits Michael Matthews. Look, the bigger battle, though, the bigger battle amongst all of this is the Aussie Cup. Yes. The Aussie Cup. Who's <laughs> going to win the Aussie <laughs> Cup? 18 guys. This is serious stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So we have Ghana in pink, uh, leader jersey. Uh, first tour, first stage of the tour, uh, and then first win, and then first uh, jersey for him. Yeah, that's yeah, it's huge. He, he's done a Gavrila uh, at the Tour de France a couple Gavilla. of years ago. Gavrila. Yeah, 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 yeah. At the Tour de France. But, uh, so that's huge. But well, it's a good start for Grenadiers, isn't it? Absolutely. Tonight, I think we can see Matthews doing something. Yeah. And can Matthews claim ping tonight? It's definitely a target. He said it. Yeah, yeah. Agrigento they go to. So it's a shorter stage, actually, as in short road stage, 149 yeah. kilometres. Punchy, punchy. Yeah, it's punchy. So, no, he can. 100% he can. And he'll be – he's hungry. You know, he 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 got over the non-selection at Tour de France because that was announced pretty early on when they came out of lockdown. So he's had time to really focus on the races and now the Giro, obviously. And Michael's in good form. Yeah. He, he's in great and form. Even up here, Sunweb is doing really well. Yeah. They, they've they've had a very good end of lockdown uh, yeah. competitive edge. Yeah. So uh, surely, even though he's leaving Sunweb, uh, surely, surely, surely he wants to add his name to this yeah. sort of. You want to be in a positive bubble, not the negative. Yeah, one. yeah. I think he's in a. He seems like he's in a pretty happy place, doesn't he? Um, on and off the bike. So now he'll be. Oh, it'll it's it'll be a ripper. It'll be Absolutely. a great stage. Absolutely. Uh, last one, and then we move on to something else. But uh, Ineos. Garen Thomas, is he here also to prove to his management that he's worth resigning again? Um, because we see how Ineos has been recruiting left, right and centre. Mm. And we're not, I'm not too sure we know where Garen Thomas is heading next year. Is he signed again or what's his position in the team? And is this I think the, he's under contract. Yeah, but yeah. Is, is this the, the time where he's, he's setting himself saying, you know what? Bernal couldn't win the tour, but I can win the Grand Tour. The, mm. the, 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 the Grand Tour for the for Ineos this year. It's a good discussion, and you're dead right. Just because a 22 year old was he 22 Bernal when yep. he won last year wins and did it sort of convincingly in the end doesn't mean he's going to win four or five. No, and that everyone said uh, and all the experts se- are quick to pull the trigger. And Thomas was second. Yeah, yeah, year. exactly. <laughs> and he won one. Yeah. So 
all the experts are quick to pull the trigger out. Oh, how many is he going to win? <laughs> yeah, calm down. <laughs> calm down. Like just like Tade Pogacar, let's just celebrate what he's achieved. Mm-hmm. So back on back to Thomas. Yeah, absolutely. He, he he wants to prove a little point, and as much as he he'll, he'll downplay it. He wants to prove something to himself, he wants to prove something to the team, and he wants to prove something to the cycling media mm-hmm. and world and fans. And yep. why, why Why shouldn't he? He has, well, I'd be the same. I think any any rider in his position would be the same. So, yeah. He, and he's, well, I was about to say, he's obviously in good shape. He's in good TT shape. Yep. Let's let's see how he copes over the mm-hmm. next two and a half weeks. Absolutely. Uh, let's talk about the rest. We've just got to talk about the EF. Pro cycling, the kid, the new well, everybody kid. Everybody else so why not? Let's talk yeah. about it. Yeah. Yeah, pretty cool. What do you it's, think? It's ducking cool. Oh, no. <laughs> quack, quack. I'm laughing. Um, send, send us your comments. Do you like the kid or don't you like it? You know. So why is that kid? My theory I've read as well, but mm. uh, it's not just me, but uh, it's because the EF original kit is too close to the pink from the jersey. Yeah. Is that true? Because the Yumbo Visma is quite close to the yellow anyway. Uh, is there a rule yeah, somewhere? Is there something I, in there? You know what? I mean, this is. I'm not a absolute bike nerd, but if we went back and I looked at vision. <laughs> Vision or pictures from EF in the Giro last year. They were in pink. They were in pink. Were mm-hmm. they? I'm thinking. Not, I don't know. I, I can't remember. So that, but that could be a little bit of the reason. But massive marketing campaign. Yeah. But and behind the scenes, and uh, you know, whatever. Sometimes I sort of roll my eyes and go, oh. you know, it's it's also two days later, it's forgotten about. So where is the massive benefit? I'm not saying it's not good. I'm, I'm saying it's good. It's great. Mm-hmm. And I, I actually like the look of the kit. It's different. No. So fantastic. I hate it. Do, do you hate I, it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I yeah. know. Look, this is why we want your comments. <laughs> we want your comments on the kit. Simon Clark, though, said, I think, yeah, he did. He replied to someone on Twitter because they said, wow, you know, you've got to hand it to them whether you like the kit or not. The fact that they kept it secret up until the team presentation. And Simon Clark said, we weren't handed the kit until we're about to walk out okay. on on the team presentation. So not even the riders knew. I think they knew Kit they knew, was coming. But they knew something was going on. They though. didn't know the sponsor. They mm. didn't. So there's a skateboard company that's yeah. on there. There's a couple of other things. Or, or Palace is the skateboard company here. What's the deal with the duck? I don't know. I don't know either. Like give I said, I'm not a nerd. I don't read every <laughs> single little paragraph. But anyway, there's a duck on the kit. Yeah. <laughs> it's different. I don't mind it. And on the helmet. It. The helmet. Is oh, there's a, no okay. traditional, there's nothing traditional about the kit. That's but for sure. But hey, it's the Giro. It's the Giro. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, yeah, Okay, let's talk about the rest of the cycling world because there's actually a lot happening all around uh, Europe on uh, on cycling. Liège-Bastogne-Liège, of course, tonight uh, you'll be uh, talking a, a bit tonight on, yeah. on, on, on TV about uh, Liège-Bastogne-Liège. Uh, it's shaping out to be a great race because, you know, the, the main contenders are here to fight it up and the world champion is going to be here. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's, it's clearly it's, I'm the only one excited. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Oh, no. I was thinking world champion. Who, who, who? Uh, who? Of course, <laughs> Philippe. Um, what is awesome is that it just proves you can have a grand tour on and a monument at the same time and still have an incredible field in both. Yeah. Like you say, you've got the world champ. In Liège, we've talked about the Giro lineup. Um, you got Froome. This is this is a big question mark, I think, for Chris okay. Froome. Why, a, why is he doing this? He needs form. He needs he, race days. He needs race days under his under his belt. Now he's you know, it, you can only train so much, 
and you need he needs some more race days. So I think this is a massive test for Chris Froome. It's a massive test for him personally to see mm-hmm. where he's at. He's had more time now to train. Remember since the Croatum de Dolphine. Um, so let's see where he's at. Um, just to, I just want to give a nice mention, actually, Roy Sutherland. Yeah. I had a chat to him overnight. I'm hoping it'll make it to the coverage tonight. Um, Roy Sutherland, almost two decades in the Peloton, Pro Peloton. He's retiring at the end of this season. This probably won't be his last race. The Vuelta could be. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, he's, he's riding the Liège. So well done, well done Roy Sutherland. Um, Matthew good Van der Poel. Yes. Will rise Liège. You messaged me this morning. It woke me up, by the way. Actually, I messaged at 2 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> that was... So, Bink Bank Tour, that almost got cancelled. They relocated a few of the stages, and they went up the famous Mur, Mur de Guamont, in, um, which is normally in Tour of Flanders. Yeah. That was impressive. And he blew them all off the wheel. Do yourself a favour on Twitter... Search. Find it. Find it on Twitter. It's, it's the Big Bang Tour. It's Mathieu van der Poel. It's easy to find. Do yourself a favor because that is raw power. And 50 kilometers to go. Yep. Right away. And he wins the, the stage, wins the tour. Yeah. And and by the way, it was former world champ leading Mads Pedersen, I think. Yeah, exactly. Leading the race. So he's ridden re- away. He's <laughs> blown. He's, you know, I think he's, I think he's just got a little bit like, hey, Wout van Aert who? Yeah, who's the boss? Yeah, who's the boss? <laughs> I'm the boss, and I'm going to prove it. And he's probably sick that I'm calling Van Vena winning like a boss. <laughs> yeah, he's like, yes. who's the he's boss? He's heard it. He's heard it. He listens to the pod apparently. <laughs> um, but 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 he's on Liège Bastogne Liège tonight. That's right. He's 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 he wasn't meant to do Liège. Mm-hmm. We've all been talking up um, Paris Roubaix. Yeah, and I just wonder: is there a little bit of him thinking? Paris Roubaix may not happen. Yep. So, what? Any latest update there? No. From our French, French correspondent. <laughs> no, no. Although that they are still uh, questioning the the position and they will review it, but it's there's still two weeks. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so you know, wait and see. But it's not heading the right way. That's for no, sure. No. No. That's yeah. Anyway, let's hope. Let's hope. Uh, let's hope it does happen. But Van der Poel will be here at Liège Bastion Liège tonight. It's going to be a beauty <laughs> of a race. Uh, yeah, it's going to be a ripper. Any other news? Gee, well, let's not forget it as well. Of course, the women yeah. and uh, yeah. racing Liège. We've got a few Aussies. Lauren Kitchen. She's she's in, she's she's already had a third place in yeah. her. I think it was her first race back from after we spoke to her during the tour. She's lining up for Liège. She's so positive. She's so pumped on social media and she's upbeat and tell you what she she's good to have on any team she'd be a great teammate Brody Chapman's lining up as well I'm missing a couple of Aussies I know I haven't got them in front of me on my mm. list but I know Mitchell and Scott of course Lucy Kennedy Grace Brown they had a good flesh alone too yeah they sort of you know they were there thereabouts but let's hope they can go a little bit better and uh, there's, a cute, there's a cute tweet from uh, Anamik van Vruten that said she's she's a uh, swapping stripes yes. for stars yeah because uh, yeah. she's the European champion she's lost inverted comma uh, yeah. uh, uh, rainbow jersey of world champion but she's the European champion she's swapping stripe for stars I thought it's, that was cute there, yeah there's look I was looking at the field actually yesterday and in the contenders and there's actually it is a great field. And and you know what's even better? And I'll admit this. The fact that we're seeing more women's racing on TV, mm-hmm. we're starting to find out about more of these great athletes. Yeah. You know, otherwise you wouldn't. You go, who's that? Who's that? Who's that? Now we're showing it. We're seeing it. The fans are finding out more about them, like Michaela Harvey, the, the young Kiwi mm-hmm. who I've been sort of talking up. You know, she's 22 and, and she could be a contender tonight. So, yeah, it, it's really exciting. 
Absolutely. And then, uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, I'm afraid you're going to have to deal with me for... Uh, I got you for <laughs> the next three weeks. Yeah. This is my turf, you know. France is your turf. Giro's mine. It's fine. It's okay. fine. You do all pa- the legwork. Paliumpo Italiano, va bene. You'll do all the legwork then. <laughs> Thanks for coming. It was good. good. Good one to get out of the way. And we'll see you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. And this was the uh, Zwift Cycling Central podcast. Uh, before we go, let me remind you that you can uh, download, stream, or subscribe to our podcast on our website, sbs.com.au slash central or log around with our friends at Zwift until next time I'll tell you every day we'll have a podcast uh, on the Giro so next time is tomorrow it's bye for now before we go a quick shout out to Zwift the fitness app that turns indoor riding into a game getting started on Zwift is easy all you need is a bike a trainer and the Zwift app and you're ready to go Explore endless roads, race riders from all over the world and boost your fitness with monthly training plans and structured workouts. Join the world's training playground where fun is fast. Go to swift.com and start your free trial.